morning, Goldendale, and hello to all of my fellow liberty-loving Americans all across the fruited plains from sea to shining sea. This is the host who loves you the most, Luke Throop, here on another magical, maniacal Monday morning. Friends, Torch Report 342, the real red wave. Today, we're going to be taking a closer look at how the Chinese Communist Party is steamrolling us all. But first, let me ask, are you ready to fight? Fighting out of the right side of history. No, uh, I don't know if you watched the UFC over the weekend, but Donald Trump was sitting ringside. He was sitting ringside with Mike Tyson and Kid Rock and Dana White during the UFC 287 event in Miami, Florida. It was kind of cool. And when he came in, the crowd started chanting, USA, USA, USA. And at the end of the fight, uh, the UFC legend, Jorge Masvidal, he called him out. He said, that's the greatest president in history, in the history of the world. He's sitting right over there. I love that guy. And I just thought that was really cool. He did that. You know, Joe Rogan's holding the mic and he's calling him out. And then he, he led the champ, you know, the led the crowd, led everybody in this, let's go, Brandon, let's go, let's go, Brandon, you know, and I just thought, man, how cool is that? I love it. You know, I, it makes me smile when people openly mock the sock puppet in public spaces. And I love seeing big time celebrities who are not afraid to hang out with the dawn. You know, it, it lifts the spirit. It reminds me that there is always hope. Maybe Trump will trample all these radical leftists. Maybe he will defy all the odds again. And maybe he will deliver the righteous political reckoning that America desperately needs. You know, maybe there will be a big red wave in 2024. Maybe, just maybe. But friends, let us not get ahead of ourselves here because there is a different red wave coming, a communist red wave, and it's coming at us fast. And this isn't, you know, this isn't just a red scare here. You know, when I say the commies are taking over the world and all that, it's not, it's not just to get people scared like the red scare. This is the real deal. And Americans need to prepare for this wave of communism, you know, to grip the public psyche and all of that. We just need to take a look at what's out in the news today to see how China is really you know, very close to taking over the world. Now, I'm going to share just a few headlines here, friends. I want to, I want to apologize for getting this out just a little bit late today. Uh, mine was scattered, kind of had a, a, a challenge to bring it all together. But I felt like seeing all the headlines out there like these, you know, China expert warns that war with the U.S. could break out very well before 2025. You know, Chinese military ready to fight after drills near Taiwan. The U.S. is sending troops to Taiwan. Uh, I'm sorry, U.S. sending troops to Taiwan. American soldiers in Taiwan is on the table if China should invade. The U.S. Navy is challenging Beijing in the South China Sea amid tensions about the Taiwan drills. Military experts claim that China is waging a low-level war on America. And I see that all out there and I think, gosh, you know, a low-level war? Really? You know, how about a full-on frontal assault with military-grade psychological warfare? How about a pervasive global propaganda campaign to make them the role model of the world? How about decades of ideological subversion and economic warfare and a full-throated endorsement from the global cabal? That's what China's got going for it. And in all reality, 
We've been in a low-level war with China for much longer than most people have been aware. Uh, at least for myself, I speak for myself as a humble, ignorant peasant. You know, I didn't realize all this uh, Chinese communists mind control and you know ideological subversion. I didn't. I had no idea. I was too busy living life to care. And then with COVID and the smack in the face and Fauci's out there saying, oh, geez, China, they're doing a great job. They're just locking everybody in their rooms and welding the door shut and telling them not to hang their head out the window and to control their soul's urge for freedom and all that. And that's the role model. Only later did I find out that the World Economic Forum was saying that China is the role model. And only later after that, that I fully understand how communist infiltration and ideological ideological subversion works it's just it's been a learning curve but in reality again this 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 uh all this stuff's been going on for a long time and these recent escalations to me they really just smack of opportunism you know there there's blood in the water america is on the ropes and they know it you know we're about one blow away from getting knocked tfo you know a true ko knocked the beep out you know and again, you know, let's not forget that according to the global elite, you know, the WEF, the WHO, etc., you know, China is the role model. They've said that repeatedly. And given the fact that Joe Biden just confirmed to reporters that he's planning on running for a re-election at the uh, the ripe old age of 82 years old, the sock puppet says he looks forward to at least three or four more Easter rolls, maybe five, maybe six. I don't know, says Joe, you know, but we might expect to see more of this illegitimate administration rolling out the red carpet for these commie carpet baggers over the next couple of years. You know, this is part of that fundamental transformation and the incredible transition. And anyone who's been paying attention already knows that Biden is in bed with the Chinese. They have been the Biden family, the crime syndicate, you know, the uh, the Gatestone Institute recently released a report. I put a link there in the report today, friends, that that report outlines all of the shady backroom deals that the Biden's. Uh, have been doing. It kind of shows irrefutably that the Bidens are deep in the commies' pockets. And they claim that it's laughable to think that Russia is the great is a greater threat than the CCP. You know, Russia, 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 Russia. No, look, the commies are taking over the world. The CCP is the role model. Okay, that's where we're headed. So the Gatestone, uh, Gatestone Institute says this. They say, quote, the Chinese government has spoken openly about their desire to upturn and change the global order for their benefit. What we have in the Biden family is a family that has become wealthy by enabling, helping, aiding and abetting the Chinese in doing exactly that. Period. End quote. Friends, not only is the Biden administration aiding and abetting this commie revolution, I believe that they are actively accelerating the transition. They are facilitating the global consolidation of power, and they're profiting handsomely in the process. America is clearly on its way out as a world superpower, if the global elites have their way. You know, they are skillfully orchestrating the systematic destruction of the dollar, and they are advocating for the new multipolar world that levels the playing field for the new world order under the guise of global democracy. It's all the cosmopolitan perspective and, and global citizens and all that. But this is what's happening right in front of our eyes. And central to this theme, also out in the news today, 
are, are the BRIC nations. You know, they're, they're central to this new global democracy, new world order. The BRIC nations and the new Arab alliances that are cropping up in the Middle East right now are really hammering home the message that this is a geopolitical shuffle in which America is no longer the center of the universe. And ultimately, we need the world. America needs the world more than the rest of the world needs us. And that is sometimes it's kind of hard to wrap the head around. We think, uh, you know, America is the greatest nation on earth, American exceptionalism and all that. And that's true. That's all fine and dandy, but that was then. And this is now where we're at right now. Um, We're on a very precarious and vulnerable position, but to, to visualize why we're not the center of the universe, why America needs the world more than the world needs America. I put a little screenshot in here. It's coming. uh, It's coming from, Oh, what's the heck of the name of that? Statista. It's a chart that shows the all the countries in the world with the leading natural resources valued in trillions of dollars. Friends, if you're listening on a podcast, you know that you have to go to thetorchreport.com to see this nifty little screenshot. And what you would see here is that the greatest amount of natural resources are in Russia. Russia has coal and natural gas and oil and gold and timber and rare earth minerals. They have over $75 trillion worth of natural resources. Number two on the list is the United States with a mere $45 trillion. Now, there are, you know, of the top 10 here, we have uh, Russia, Saudi Arabia, Iran, China, Brazil, Iraq, Venezuela, and India. You know, they have way, 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 way more natural resources than the United States. The United States, Canada, and Australia all together do not have as much as, say, Russia and China put together. So you can see how not only are we outmatched uh, as far as population, uh, economically, but uh, as far as natural resources, they have what we need. You know, all these precious minerals and all that kind of stuff. And quite ironically, and not coincidentally, the U.S. proxy war in Ukraine and all the sanctions on Russia have actually given rise to this great alliance of resource-rich countries who are uniting against the United States. And what's critical to keep in mind here is that these countries collectively hold the resources that we need and that our country relies upon to function in the 21st century, including the uranium, the phosphate, uh, the other rare earth minerals that make our world go round. If you think about supercomputers and modern technology, we can't do it without getting our resources from other places. And I think the globalists are just giddy about this. I put a little screenshot in there of these Arabs hanging out with the Chinese and they're all smiling and giddy, you know, because like I said, we've never been in such a precarious and vulnerable situation as a nation. And if you want to better understand how this new alliance is central to the new world order. I put a, I put a smattering of headlines out there. Uh, a new world order, BRIC nations offer an alternative to the West. BRICS, who are they and why they are a threat to the U.S.? BRICS in the new world energy order. The UAE and Saudi Arabia joining the BRICS to be a game changer. In Beijing's BRICS summit, Putin is back on the world stage. And again, it's just a sample, friend, but in You see these headlines and you think, man, the storm clouds have gathered. The stars have aligned, you know. 
While the U.S. government continues to go woke and to go broke and the Biden administration continues to crack down on extremists who are getting red pilled by the reality of despicable political corruption and the global cabal, you know, it keeps marching on and all of this. There's there's all of this other stuff going on in the world. The world leaders are realizing we don't need the U.S. dollar. We don't need the U.S. period. These guys are not you know, they're not being very nice. They're being bullies with all these sanctions and stuff. And the global cabal is keen to this. And they're keen to seizing the opportunity to destroy the dollar hegemony, which is, of course, a prerequisite for ushering in global digital currency. But friends, even that, even that is not the worst of it. You see, the red wave that's coming isn't just going to crush America's economic and military might. It's actually going to crush the American spirit. That's what they're going for. It's going to fundamentally transform the consciousness of average everyday Americans. It's not only going to condition the masses to accept the forthcoming new world order and the great inescapable socialist surveillance state, but it's actually going to condition the public to embrace it, even beg for it, because the new world order is how we are going to save the planet. That's what we're being told. So the food rationing and the fuel rationing and the water rationing, all of this will be declared necessary if we want to escape the fate of a catastrophic climate crisis, or so they say. And what most people have yet to realize is that the only way to do all of this, the only way to make sure that everyone's being a good human and doing as they're told and doing their part to save the planet, the only way we can do that is to have centralized global governance, directing the policy of local governments all around the world. That's the strategy and the game plan. And as discussed last week, this is all going to also conveniently uh, assist the globalist depopulation agenda, uh, advance the globalist depopulation agenda. You know, again, it's, it's the centralized control of the food supply and the means of production and consumption, which is communism, you know, this is going to give the global cabal immense influence and leverage over human behavior. And though this reality uh, isn't even on most people's radar yet, the impact of this sinister agenda, I believe, is going to be increasingly felt at the local level in the coming years and months ahead. Things are moving fast right now. They're moving real fast right now. Matter of fact, uh, today, there was an article out on the uh, on the Hill. No, it was at the politicalinsider.com. And it was talking about how Ron DeSantis and Tulsi Gabbard uh, and, the, and the Democrat presidential candidate Robert F. Kennedy, RFK, they're all out together calling out the Federal Reserve's attempt to create a new central bank digital currency, correctly pointing out that the FedNow service is just the first step in this process. And that's something that we've talked about. Uh, matter of fact, we discussed the FedNow service in, in Torch Report 296. Is China spying on us? And in that article, I pointed out that is China spying on us? That, that was about the weather balloons, but that's kind of a silly question because we know they're spying on us. But what I also pointed out in that report was that this FedNow service directly integrates into global digital governance and the global digital surveillance that are the cornerstones of the new world order. And as uh, 
RFK, uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. makes clear. He says that, quote, the CBDCs grease the slippery slope to financial slavery and political tyranny, period, end quote. And it's nice to hear that coming from a Democrat. You know, RFK, he's he put out the book, uh, The Real Dr. Fauci. Again, he's a Democrat, but I think that he's a, an intellectually honest person. Uh, he's all... Uh, uh, the, I think it's good that he threw his hat in a ring to challenge Joe Biden. Let me just put it that way. Uh, I wouldn't vote for the guy necessarily, but I, th- I think that he's a good guy to have on on the Democrat side because he can be kind of a grounding rod for some of the leftist lunatics out there. He can be intellectually honest and say, look, this is you know, this is where we have problems with the central bank digital currency, with medical tyranny, which is where uh, I first came across RFK was all of his medical tyranny stuff, calling out Fauci and all of that in the pharmaceuticals. So. All right. Good. You know, that's good. And ultimately, I believe that any intellectually honest person, regardless of political affiliation, can see that this is all about control. And yet still far too few people realize the real red wave that's coming, which is why I like to offer the friendly reminder that drum roll, please. The commies are taking over the world. (laughs) And I mean that friends. So please help me spread the word. Friends, if you're enjoying this podcast, please take the time to find that little heart on the Substack app or on the website. If you go there and click that little heart, give me some love. So it makes my heart soar like a hawk, but also it helps to boost the rankings in the algorithms. Also, if uh, you would like to support this publication, please consider joining the Patriot Club. You can get all kinds of the back uh, behind the scenes access as well as the special reports. And of course, you know that you're supporting the good cause here. And then, of course, the greatest honor of all friends is if you share this podcast with someone. Share it with anyone. Share it with everyone you know. Get out there and embrace this magical, maniacal Monday morning, friends. And I'll look forward to talking to you again soon.